You're not giving me easy questions, man. I thought we we're going to start with some casual conversations about, you know, marketing, what B2B SaaS companies typically need. <laughs> nope, uh, I'm so. jumping in. We're going for it. <laughs> You're going for it. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 13 of B2B SaaS Marketing Snacks. I'm thinking about abbreviating it as BSMS in these intros because B2B SaaS Marketing Snacks is a decent is a decent mouthful. Uh, stay tuned. I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah, no big intro for today. Um, today's episode is all about uh, the things that make a great CMO uh, from Stein himself. So if you're a CEO, this is a great nugget to help you think about the things that you should be looking for in a CMO or marketing leader. Um, and if you're a marketer aspiring to become a great CMO, this is a great framework for things that you should be thinking about leveling up and maybe focusing some of your growth path around. All right, let's jump into it. All right, Stein. So you've been doing this for a long time now. In other words, you've seen some things. Um, is there is there any kind of formula for a great CMO? like removing all of the considerations around skills, because we talked about that in a, in a previous episode, right? The, the kind of skills you need to fill for a marketing team. But when you look at the characteristics of somebody, the makeup of their their marketing leadership soul, so to speak, um, what are the core competencies or strengths that create a good CMO? So if, if you're, you know, you've been a CEO, You've been a CMO, you've been a sales leader, and you've hired quite a few marketing leaders and CMOs for our clients on behalf of them. Um, so what are the what are the things that you look at, and what are the indicators that they're going to perform well as a as a marketing leader? Uh, what should the CEOs listening to the podcast be looking for, and what should the marketing leaders be kind of aspiring to build their um, build their skills around? Yeah, Mike, when we, uh, when we hire CMOs on behalf of our clients or we coach a CMO, I found there are really sort of three areas of competency, capability, strength uh, to look for. Um, and they sort of all um, are in addition to this all up thing that you need, you need to think of a CMO as sort of the the Leonardo da Vinci of the executive suite. It's sort of marketing is art and science, right? So you're looking for people who are either able to, to manage both of those sides of marketing because they've seen it, they've done it. They may have skills in both areas um, or they just are very comfortable delegating and then finding the right talent for the areas that they don't master themselves, right? But in the end, a good CMO can sort of um, lead, manage that, all that marketing function that has both the art side, right? Branding, communication, the creative work and the science side, the man gen, analytics, constant improvement. So those are basically these uh, sort of two sides of the marketing coin. So what do we look for in a, in a CMO? These three areas um, of competency are um, marketing leadership, marketing management, which is really different and then delivering marketing with high ROI, delivering results, basically. So let's, um, let's unpack each of those. So when you think of marketing leadership, you know, the, the marketing 
uh, VP or CMO is of course, first and foremost, the leader of your marketing team, right? Or your marketing function. Um, and whether it's a full-time CMO or even more important when it's an interim CMO or a fractional CMO, something that, uh, that we of course often do, uh, having that sort of leadership role that, that comes natural where people want to follow you is really critical. So when I hire for CMO roles, I look for sort of that natural followership that they can generate. Followership by their team members, but also by their peers, right? How does the chief sales officer, the chief revenue officer think about the marketing leader? Does the chief product, you know, have faith in sort of the market insights and the competitive analysis that the marketing team does that sort of help inform product strategy? So you have to start with that sort of um, question. Does this leader, does this CMO command the right sort of level of followership amongst their team, their peers, um, but also, of course, the CEO and the board of directors, right, the, who are going to trust uh, him or her with the brand of the company, with the brand voice, with the, the direction of the, the sort of the content marketing, how, how you position yourself, how you position the products. So that would be sort of under marketing leadership, the first aspect of that, right? Driving that followership. The second part of marketing leadership, you know, let's build a little bit on that um, sort of credibility, right? Does this uh, CMO really command respect? Uh, marketing is a very complex uh, and especially very broad topic. So you need someone who can think on their feet, right? Who's sharp. Um, who has yeah, significant, you know, intellectual horsepower, you know, while not necessarily being arrogant, right? But smart, but not arrogant, sort of a gentle, patient personality who actually comes with sort of real marketing gravitas. Ideally, I often look at, do they actually publish uh, some content themselves? Right? Does a good CMO have the, um, the experience and also the, the yeah, the, the content? Do they bring enough sort of, of their own expertise? that they've also been able to publish, right? And maybe get some, some digital followership. So that's, that's, that's interesting for me always to look at. Um, what teams does this leader have experience leading, right? Uh, team size, have they led teams in different stages of maturity, you know, from a startup to maybe an enterprise environment, uh, cultural um, diversity, right? Teams either in either in a formal or more casual cultures, uh, different languages, maybe countries. So sort of seeing a little bit of a, has this person led in, in an environment that's similar to where you expect this person to lead? Um, what was the maturity of the teams they've led? Have they had to deal with people who are very new in their roles and people who are much more experienced? So your practice, you know, flexibility and leadership styles, things like situational leadership. So that's something I, um, I look for as part of the marketing leadership. Uh, do you see a track record of promotions, right? Marketing is an interesting, uh, an interesting um, discipline and marketing leadership is really challenging, right? Because you'll see that a lot of marketers don't make it um, up to the two, three year mark of a job. They, they switch jobs a lot because marketing is always um, easy to scrutinize for either performance or brand awareness, you know, demand gen, all kinds of challenges will be uh, will be put in front of the marketing leader, and and it, it means it's a hard job. So looking at um, sort of what their promotion track record is in role within the same organization is a really important indicator. 
um, it's again a, a function of this followership concept, right? If if a marketing leader has been able to get their team to follow them, their CEO to trust them, their peers to respect them, that the other that type of followership that typically leads to a VP of marketing being promoted to a CMO or a director of marketing being promoted to a VP level. So that's something I look for. And then finally, um, all in this marketing leadership sort of uh, bucket, is this CMO um, relatively versatile, complete? Uh, have they touched on that art and the science side as I started um, with, you know, have they being like you know both like the chief digital and the chief brand right uh, or at least have they had to manage someone in their team who owned that so i think you have to be uh, very clear that when you hire a cmo if it's important for you that 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 person covers both both sides okay that's marketing leadership then the second bucket of sort of assessment or development area if you're more coaching someone is managing the marketing function. So we go from marketing leadership to marketing management. Managing marketing is all about sort of running the marketing trains on time, like having a budget, you know, a marketing plan. What is the meeting schedule? How do you manage sort of the marketing rhythm, right? Team meetings, um, monthly planning meetings. Do you use OKRs? Uh, what type of plan do you typically build? Uh, do you do stand-ups? Uh, what is sort of that marketing rhythm? Um, another very important part of managing marketing is that the CMO in the end is ultimately responsible for how a company shows up in the, you know online, in the real world. What is the quality of the brand, the brand voice, the visuals, the, the text on the website, the quality of a press release. For all these things, sort of the buck stops with the CMO. So I look for someone who has attention to detail, who wants things to look really good, to look perfect, who will always double check things. Uh, you want someone who's been able and has a track record of managing a team of A players. Marketing professionals are... Um, are hard to find uh, the good ones. Uh, you usually have to build them yourself, right? That's why in marketing you have a lot of interns. You you have to develop your own team. Uh, so how much experience does this marketing leader have in both hiring, you know, and potentially firing people, developing them, experience, experiencing coaching um, uh, the team? How have they dealt with top performers right? and made sure they retain them, yeah, attracting talent and retaining that talent? Uh, and of course, talk about how you know they've worked with also with low performers. Is your marketing leader uh, able to manage the marketing function both with a long and a short horizon? Right, marketing is the most um, um, how do you call it sensitive function when it comes to balancing short-term priorities. Everybody wants to see the leads come in into the funnel, like next month, next week. Um, but also a long-term um, agenda, right? Looking around the corner to see what, what what's the competition doing? What trends are emerging? How is my audience evolving? What market do we want to go after next, right? So is this marketing leader able to manage the marketing function both with long and, and short-term sort of priorities, have lagging and leading, uh, KPIs on the dashboard, uh, so be able to sort of manage both that short and long-term view? 
Um, and then finally, uh, to be able to manage the marketing effectively, it does help if your CMO has relevant experience in, for example, the, the industry that you're in, the market segment that you're servicing. You know, have they experience in you know, marketing to the size of customers, your, your SMBs versus enterprises? Have they worked with partners, partner, partner ecosystem? Right. I think more than any other role in the executive suite, if the CMO understands and has experience in the specific market that you're in, I think that is very, very helpful. And finally, you know, also relevant experience. If you need to do an IPO, if you're, you know, eyeing a new product launch, if you're thinking of, you know, if you have to do a marketing or a market pivot, you know, has this CMO managed that process before? So that's that second part, marketing management. And then finally, and this is maybe the, <laughs> the most obvious one, but uh, I did want to talk about the other two buckets first. But in addition to marketing leadership and marketing management, of course, the marketing uh, leader, the CMO, has to deliver on marketing ROI, right? Marketing in the end is measured by very specific numbers. Uh, it can be from more top of funnel metrics like brand awareness, like eyeballs and you know, publications and things like that. But but it usually focuses relatively heavily on the middle and bottom of the funnel, demand generation, leads, leads that actually convert into opportunities for the sales team, that convert into customers, the right customers. So this third bucket, I call it marketing ROI, is all about vetting and, and developing your CMO um, in the area of demand generation, doing demand generation at the right cost, right? Not, not at any cost, right? It's easy to buy your way into a market, but that's the, of course not as, you know, as impressive as someone who can grow and, and drive demand without maybe breaking the bank. Um, here you do want to look at CMO's uh, track record over the course of uh, multiple years in a role, I think more than two years is important. Um, if you have someone three, four years in a role, it's really cool because they will have had to build the marketing function, optimize it, and they've had at least a year to deliver results, right? And if they, if, if someone succeeds in that and they often also get a promo out of that, that's a great indicator that they've been able to deliver results. Results don't necessarily only have to be leads, right? It could be you know, a position in a Gartner Magic Quadrant. It could be winning a certain industry award. Um, maybe there's a certain um, market that this company that, th that this CMO was responsible for is now dominating, right? Or a product category. Uh, those are all great, uh, great results. But I also um, think when you think of uh, marketing ROI, um, it's really key is the again back to the team building right are they able to hire talent develop talent attract talent and retain them right that's still the best uh, the shortest uh, route and the most sustainable route uh, to high marketing ROI because in the end you just need a strong team and that can really make the difference so that's um, yeah, a couple of thoughts, uh, Mike, on these three buckets of marketing leadership, marketing management, uh, and marketing ROI that I like to, uh, to use when I both try to hire great CMOs or when I uh, have to help uh, coach them and, and do development uh, work with CMOs.